I gotta get on that internet. I'm late on everything. You'll have to speak up. I'm wearing a towel. We know each other. He's a friend from work. Now, the blueberry is one that can't work on its own. It has to have something with it, like the kiwi. It's uh, not a, a standalone. Standalone fruit. Hey, everybody. I love that intro. I wish you didn't cut so quickly. Um, hey, everybody. Glad you're joining me again. We got a huge show for you. Absolutely gigantic. Um, wanted to start off talking about uh, kind of what I've experienced the past um, couple weeks doing this show. So uh, when you are in broadcasting, do you guys like hearing your own voice? Do you guys like listening to yourself? Do you guys like critiquing yourself? Yeah, I, I, I don't either. Um, <laughs> but that's, uh, that's part of the job. Unfortunately, that's part of what we do here. Uh, you gotta do what's called air checking yourself. And what that means is go back and listen to yourself over and over again and figure out that I just did it. I just did it. So you got to figure out what you, um, do that may be unpleasurable to the ears. And then also you want to make sure you're, you know, you're not, uh, falling for any, uh, crutch phrases or anything. So, uh, and I just did it again. So I have a terrible, terrible, um, habit I've noticed. Maybe you guys can hear it. Uh, but I go, uh, every time I try and open my mouth and speak. And that is, uh, one, it's gross. Two, uh, it's unprofessional. So, yeah, I really got to work on that. Maybe it'll make me a better person. Uh, what do you have to work on that uh, you need to be a better person for? You guys can all do it. Hey, I got an idea. How about I give you some advice? The Advice Show. <laughs> I love that sounder. That is all I want to play. The only thing I want to do is play the Advice Show sounder from Ron and Fez. Uh, so today's an important day because it's the advice show. Um, I asked you guys to send me some, uh, questions via email. I'm asked that on the social media. I asked you guys to, uh, send me some questions via email. Uh, I'm going to answer them for you. And every time I start a new piece of advice, well, guess what you're going to hear? The advice show. That's right. You're going to hear the advice show. Oh, do I love that sounder? Oh boy. Um, for anybody who, uh, doesn't know, that's a sounder that, uh, Ron and Fez used to play typically when a, um, a listener would call in and try to offer Fez advice while Fez wasn't speaking. So, uh, I do love that sounder. I love it so much. Okay. Uh, well, let's go ahead and get started, huh? The advice show. All right. Uh, we have three pieces of advice here. Uh, three emails asking for advice, I should say. Uh, let me put on my glasses here. All 
righty. All right, let's get started. <clears throat> Dear D-Man, my name is Kevin, and I'm an eight-year-old boy from the suburbs of Chicago, and I am dealing with a major inconvenience. A few days ago, my family was supposed to take a vacation to France for Christmas. However, I woke up late and my family mistakenly left for the airport without me. To be honest, I understand being left behind. There are over 10 children in my family, so this is a risk we run. The biggest issue is there have been two unsavory-looking goons sniffing around our home. I think they intend on breaking in on Christmas Eve. I obviously fear for my life, in addition to my family's hard-earned wealth and belongings. What should I do, D-Man? Sincerely, Kevin McAllister in Chicago, Illinois. Well, Kevin, here's the first thing I would do. Tell your dad to get the fuck off of your mom. Jesus, 10 kids? With a name like McAllister, I understand. Filthy mix. We can still be racist to the Irish, right? Or is that Scottish? Ugh. I'm asking my imaginary producer. Well, <coughs> Kevin. Uh, here's what I would do. So first, I would maybe canvas the neighborhood and my home and i'd probably uh i'd probably thief proof my house so first thing first thing first what i would do is i would get any cardboard cutouts and mannequins that you have uh think you know sports cardboard cutouts the michael jordan cardboard cutouts things like that mannequins anything that you have laying around your house like that and i'd go ahead and rig up some type of pulley system to make it seem like you're having a party it's Christmas time. There's lots of parties going on. That is definitely what I would do. I would display it right in front of two of the, I'm assuming, 50 windows in your front in the in the front of your house, and I'd make it look like there's a big rocking party. That's going to stave the thieves off, at least for the time being. If they continue, if they continue their assault then you definitely don't want to call the police. You don't want to call the police. Um, that is not something you should do. Why didn't he call the police? I know I'm ruining a bit here, but, <laughs> but why didn't he just call the police? I'm forgetting right now. Anyway, back to you, Kevin. So uh, if they continue their assault, what you're going to want to do, you're going to want to rig up your house uh, to be a fortress, okay? A, a fortress, a, a treacherous fortress at that. You're going to want to um, make the doorknobs really hot, so if they touch it, they burn themselves, possibly even electrocute themselves if you have like a car starter battery. You're also going to want to befriend a scary-looking neighbor with a weapon of some sort, maybe even a shovel. Uh, while all that's going on, you know, while you're fending off your house, you know, all we can do is hope that uh, either your mom or your dad is uh, on route back to you. Uh, I wonder if they would have as much of a fun adventure as you. Maybe be stuck in an airport, have to rely on some type of crazy polka band touring the nation to get back home. You know, this could be just as uh, just as difficult on your mom and your dad as it is on you, Kevin. Kevin, I hope that helped. 
Weiss Show. <laughs> All I want to do is listen to that sounder. All right, next up. <clears throat> Hi, D-Man. I'm an archaeological botanist currently advising a billionaire on a dinosaur-themed amusement park. At least I thought it was an amusement park. It turns out this madman has bred living, breathing dinosaurs, literal killing machines. Sorry for my candor, but I am incredibly scared right now. There was a power outage at the park on my advisement trip. I have been separated from my partner and am stuck in a basement with an old billionaire and a suave Jewish man that refuses to button up his shirt. There are velociraptors running around freely outside and only about 1% chance, a 1% chance, of reaching the outside world. How do I handle this, D-Man? With love, Dr. Ellie Sattler from Ela Nublar. Wow, that is a pickle. That is a pickle. First thing you should do is you should sleep with the Jewish guy. That's the very first thing you should do. Um, I assume he's very handsome, tall, dark, handsome. Real chaos about him. Calm, cool, collective. Collected. Yeah, that's the first thing you should do. And just any women listening to the podcast, that's the first thing you should do whenever you need help. Find a man who is uh, smart, or successful, or rich, or in a, even just in a position of power, even if he got there by complete blind luck, go ahead and sleep with that man. That is, uh, that's the first thing you're going to want to do. Next, uh, I don't know, um, maybe try to wrangle up the staff of the park uh, as best you can, and see who's still alive. Uh, any fat guys who are in charge of IT, I'm not going to trust them right off the bat. Get those motherfuckers out of there. Kill them, feed them to the dinosaurs, maybe run away fast. That guy, uh, those guys, I, I would not trust. Um, them and U.S. Postal Service workers. Those are the two people that I don't trust. I don't trust fat, curly-haired, uh, dinosaur park IT guys. And I don't trust U.S. Postal Service workers. So those are going to be who you want to uh, rid yourself of. Next, uh, you said you had a partner. I'm assuming um, I don't... I'm, I'm going to go out on a limb and assume that you mean like a scientific partner. Um, I don't want to cast any aspersions uh, if you are um, of the LGBTQ community. Uh, I, I, I applaud you. That's great. Uh, but when you say partner, I do assume you're going to be speaking of scientific partner. I would maybe try and find him because um, he's probably going through a lot. And I would want to be a, a soothing um, you know, voice to him and a, and a shoulder to, to lean on. Because I think he's probably dealing with maybe even more than what you're dealing with. So it's not all about you, Ellie. You gotta, you gotta think of what everybody else is going through. So that is, uh, yeah. So have sex with the Jewish guy, uh, find your partner and, uh, uh, kill the postal worker. The advice show. <laughs> oh, I'll never get tired of that. The advice show. All right. Uh, moving on, moving on to, to the next one here. 
D-Man. Oh, just D-Man. D-Man. If I am curt, I apologize. But time is of the essence. I am a sheriff of a small beach town outside of Long Island. There has been a massive great white shark patrolling our shorelines, eating everyone and everything that touches the water. I have brought in specialists to hand the shark, handle the shark. My biggest issue is my boss, the mayor of the town, who is a massive asshole, has decided to keep the beaches open because it is a holiday weekend. How do I convince him otherwise, D-Man? Chief Brody, Amity, New York. Oh, that's a good one. Uh, well, Chief, thank you for reaching out to me. Uh, you seem very busy. Um... You know, I'm going to take the side of your boss here. I'm going to, you know, it's tough to run a town. It's tough to run, you know, especially, I mean, you think about a beach town, what, 80, 90% of the local economy comes from, what, maybe four or five weekends a year? Come on, man. You're being selfish. My question to you, Chief Brody, is let's, let's look inward, you know? What are you doing to help the town? Because to me, it doesn't sound like much. There's this giant shark patrolling your... Beaches, like you just said, I'd like to get a look at those numbers. I'd like to get a look at the numbers that you've got uh, crime-wise. Because I'm assuming, smaller town, sheriff, probably in charge of everything. I, I'd, like to see, I'd like to see what your crime rate's at. So, outside of the shark, what are you doing? Right? Are you busting heads? Yeah, you know, people don't trust police like they used to, Cheap Brody. You gotta... You gotta, you gotta start thinking outside the box, you know? And it sounds like uh, this mayor of yours, it sounds like, he's making, uh, it sounds like he's making decisions for the people, by the people. So, Chief Brody, let's, uh, before we cast any stones, let's go ahead and, uh, you know, pump the brakes. Why don't you, it sounds like you have a shark to handle. Why don't you go handle the shark? Okay? All right. Why doesn't he just call the Coast Guard? It's not, I don't expect a sheriff to hunt down a shark. Who would expect that? That's the most improbable possible situation. <laughs> hey, there's a shark eating people. Call the police. They're not going to go in the water. Call the Coast Guard. Call the Navy. Call somebody. Somebody that can handle that situation. What are you going to do? Find a fisherman? Jeez. Oh, boy. That was fun. It's time for Mr. Yuck's Food Audit. This is Mr. Yuck's Food Audit. I am a food auditor, and I take food auditing very seriously. On today's installment, we have two very exciting items. We have the item everybody is talking about right now. We have the Van Leeuwen French Ice Cream Hidden Valley Ranch flavor. And we will also be taste testing Dustin Poirier's Louisiana-style hot sauce original flavor. Very excited about both of these things. Very, very much excited. Um, 
like I said, I take my job as a food auditor very, very seriously. Uh, here in my office, I sit down to lunch every day and I decide to audit foods and I audit them on four primary criteria. Criteria one is taste, obviously, because it's tasting things. Criteria number two is, what's criteria? Criteria number two is nutritional value. So we'll run down the nutritional value. Criteria number three is price, pricing of the item. And criteria number four is gonna be how it makes me feel on the inside. We'll call that inside feel. I like a nice inside feel. Let's get started with the Van Leeuwen Hidden Valley Ranch flavored French ice cream. I don't know what makes it French. I assume it does not bathe. Oh God, I mean, oh God. All right, right off the bat, it, it has a very, very strong ranch scent. It just smells like a bottle of ranch. It just smells like I opened a bottle of ranch. I do like the Van Leeuwen ice cream because it is very creamy. I like a creamy ice cream. Uh, your spoon just kind of glides through it. Um, to check out the nutritional value here, <coughs> it's about 2.5 servings per container. Uh, so you get about two thirds of a cup for a serving size. Per serving is 260 calories. You get about 18 grams of fat. Uh, five grams of protein, that's very interesting. Okay, without further ado, the inaugural food on it. Oh God. Oh my God. Oh, oh my God, why does it taste so much like ranch? Oh, oh, oh. Oh, wow. Oh. oh, God, that's un that's unenjoyable. <coughs> I mean, that's unenjoyable. Oh, my God. Well, it tastes like ranch. If, if the whole point of it is to taste like what it says it's going to taste like, it tastes like ranch. Um, and because it's a very creamy ice cream, it feels like ranch. It's just like, it's just like eating frozen ranch. There's nothing ice creamy about it. Oh, wow. Um, I'd like to give it a zero out of four, but I simply can't just because it, it really, uh, <coughs> oh God. It, it really um, exemplifies the ranch flavoring. And I'm very impressed by that. Um, I'm going to give it a 0.7 out of 4. Uh, just because it does exactly as advertised. In terms of taste. And nutritional value. 
Uh, I feel like 260 calories is very high for ice cream, actually, so I'm going to give it a one. Pricing, it was only $3.99, which uh, for the novelty of it, I was impressed by, but I, I would never buy it again. So I mean, I'm going to go ahead and give that a point one. And the way it makes me feel inside is awful. So I'm going to give that a zero. That's the worst thing I've ever eaten in my life. Uh, let's, I'm going to, I'm going to eat some hot sauce now. <laughs> D-Man, do you have anything to say while I'm getting ready to move on? Yeah, Mr. Yuck, that, um, that looked awful. I'll tell you that. Um, I didn't like watching you do that. Um, and I can only imagine that that's, uh, that that was unenjoyable for you. How are you? I, I, I'm okay. Um, I'll, I'll get by. Let me, let me drown this down with some hot sauce. I think that will help. It's a good idea. Uh, I'm going to use white bread to, uh, as the base here. And go liberal here with the hot sauce. So this is Dustin Poirier's Louisiana-style hot sauce. Um, nutritional value, it's 10 calories. I kind of feel like that's par for the course. Um... Nothing much else. It says it's a medium heat. From a scale of mild to medium to hot to extra hot, it's a medium heat. Let's give it a try. Okay. Okay. Hmm. Okay. Mm. Oh, wow. Mm. Okay. Mm. Okay, I'm ready. Hmm. Uh, that is exceptional, D-Man. Um, it has a wonderful vinegar-based flavor. I can really tell the pepper in it. So it's, it's nice and lively. Oh, wow, that's fantastic. Um, it is a little higher heat than what you're used to with a traditional Louisiana-style hot sauce, like a Crystal's or a Tabasco. It's, uh, but it has that signature flavor. In, in a way, it has that signature flavor of all those, but then it makes it all of its own. Wow. Hmm. Well, that sounds delicious. It is. It is very delicious. I, I very much enjoy it. From a taste standpoint, because we rank things out of four, it's not the best hot sauce ever, but it's very good. Um, it's gonna, it's gonna, it's gonna eclipse a three. A three point one is what it's gonna get. Oh wow, that is good. I'm, I'm very excited to try that. Yeah, from a nutritional standpoint, I'm gonna give it a two, just because I think it's right down par. Pricing, I am gonna have to give it a one. It is, it was very expensive. It was about seven dollars for this six ounce bottle, so that you know that doesn't feel good. But feel inside, I do want to talk about that. It, it has a gradual heat, D man. Um, initially it doesn't hit, it doesn't hit you uh, immediately like some of these really terrible advertised hot sauces, um, that are supposed to burn your face off. It, 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 it has a nice gradual heat. That would be delicious on like a pizza, like a cheese pizza. That would be delicious mixed with ranch. Oh, hold on there, Mr. Yuck. You say it would be delicious mixed with ranch? Why don't you go ahead and give me your score and I got an idea. 
Um, my feel inside score is going to be pretty high. I, I like it a lot. It's a 3.5. But what were you thinking? Mr. Yuck, you take your green fucking face, you get yourself a big spoon of that ranch ice cream, and you douse it with some of that hot sauce right now. Or you're a coward. No, no, D-Man, I, 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 I don't, I don't want to do that. I, I'm not going to do that, D-Man. Are you a coward, Mr. Yuck? Are you... Look, you're sitting there across from me with that big balloon green face. <coughs> Look at you. <coughs> Look at you. Yes, I keep coughing because of that ranch taste, too. But look at you. Are you going to sit here with that big green face and tell me that you're actually yellow? Oh, oh, no, I'm not yellow. So you go ahead and you do that. All right, all right. Here, here, here I go. Here I go. Got the spoon and I've got the ranch ice cream. And I'm taking the hot sauce. And I'm, I'm just putting it on the ice cream. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try it for you, D-Man. You fucking better. Or this is over. I have listeners. Uh, all right, all right, man. Uh, that down the hatch. Oh god. <coughs> oh my god. It's not good, man. It's not good. Mm. Thank you for joining us on Mr. Yuck's Food Audit. It was my pleasure. Oh, that was special. Uh, thank you to Mr. Yuck for coming on to the show and doing his food audit. That was great. Um, that ranch ice cream looked awful. Um, beautiful uh container though i really like what they did there just this green container with a big old ranch logo on the front i i i love marketing i love food marketing um so this episode's coming out a little later in the week than it normally does a couple reasons why i had to work mr yuck into the schedule obviously you know he's he he's a very busy auditor but i also um i wanted to talk about a movie with you guys so uh last night uh, today is Thursday. I'm sorry, today is Friday. Yesterday was Thursday. Um, I'm also sick, guys. Like, I've, I've been sick all week. My kid got me sick. Don't have kids. Kids are awful. Uh, they're full of germs. They're the worst. <coughs> Excuse me. Mr. Yuck was sick, too. That was crazy. But, uh, <coughs> so, um, I, saw, I saw a movie last night. Um, by myself, I went to the theaters by myself and I saw the Super Mario Brothers movie. Um, and there's a couple reasons I wanted to see it. One, it was a, uh, you know, it was a, um, a, a film event, you know, I mean, Super Mario has been a, a major thing in our world for a long time. I'm a big Super Mario fan. I love those games. I, I love them on the Nintendo I had a super, we were a super Nintendo family when I was a little kid. Um, and then one year my brother for Christmas got a PlayStation and then that was it. That was, we were, you know, on from that, but I always had my Game Boys and, and all the handhelds. Um, I've just always loved, um, I've always loved Mario. So that being said, wanted to see the movie. I thought the cast was really cool. 
and everything. Um, so spoiler alert, I am going to get into this flick, but it's a 90 minute children's movie. I don't think that there's any reason for you to get mad if I spoil a goddamn Super Mario movie for you. So here's, I'm actually going to give you guys my score before I get into, uh, I'm not going to do the, the void movie club thing where we break it down and then give the score. <coughs> I'm going to. Give you the score now. It's a two. It's perfectly benign. It's 50%. Okay. There's some stuff that's very fun. And there's some stuff that's just a stupid little kid's movie. But here's the thing. This movie is not the Super Mario Brothers movie. This movie is the Princess Peach movie. And I know I ring the bell for... I hate wokeness in movie. I hate movies. I hate how it ruins stories. This does that. Um, I look. I love all of those characters. I love Princess Peach, and I like that Princess Peach wasn't just some damsel in distress. I thought that was cool. You know, she's a character in the Smash Brothers. She's a character in Mario Party. She's a character in Mario Kart. You know, she's she can be her own character. Here's what bothered me: there was no reason for Mario to be in the movie. From the moment we meet Princess Peach, she is the alpha. She is way OP. You guys think Captain Marvel from the MCU is OP? Princess Peach beats everybody's ass constantly. Left hand, right hand, everything. So it was a little annoying because it's like, what, what are we doing here? She can just fix all the problems. She, she's not faced with any adversity. So why is Mario here at all? That doesn't make sense. Um, but that being said, get away get away from the story. It was a lot of fun. It was a really bright movie. Um, it was funny. Uh, Jack Black as... There's a little bit of a twist. Uh, they set you up with the fade uh, in the trailer. And then they hit you with the, the big old hook for the power with uh, Bowser. There's a little bit of a, uh, of a twist there. Very funny performance from Jack Black. Um, that was perfect. And also, what's funny about that is a lot of the movie, like when he's stomping around and growling and, and, and all that kind of stuff, he doesn't sound like Jack Black. It's not Jack Black doing Bowser. It's like it's like an actor, a voice actor, trying to be a character. And then, you know, there's times when he sings and does the rock star stuff, and that's just the tenacious D Jack Black thing. But it's fun. It's, it's, it's a lot of fun. Um... Chris Pratt as Mario uh, was cool. Um, I like the way they went with that. Uh, so he, he didn't do like an Italian accent throughout. Oh, by the way. Woo. Wow. I made a joke earlier in this episode. Can we still be racist towards Irish? Apparently, you can be as racist as you want against Italians. It doesn't <laughs> matter. You can say, you can portray, you can do anything you want uh, to a, to the Italian American community because Hollywood does not care. <laughs> you can say and do whatever you want. There is a scene where Luigi, before they go to the magical kingdoms, there's a scene where Luigi and Mario come home from work and they live with their big Italian family. There's like eight of them because, of course. Everybody's got a big bushy mustache and moles everywhere, even the mom. And they're eating, they're eating, it's, 
they're they're sitting around the table and they're like, "Hey, oh, Mario and Luigi, we're gonna have a little, little spaghetti." Wow, it was a caricature to say the least. Kind of shocked by that, to be honest. Um, but I, I I like racism. I think it's funny. I I don't like racism. Just for the record, <laughs> just so everybody knows, I don't like. I don't advertise. Well, nah, nah, you never know. So um, it. It was a little much, but what's uh, what's really good in this movie, and I think kind of makes it worthwhile to go see, is uh, the animation was superb. There was a moment where they did like a uh, like a close up shot on Mario's uh, uniform. You could see like the individual fibers and the threading. Everything was clean. It looked like a playable video game like a playable Nintendo video game because N Nintendo video games look different than any other video game. And uh, it was just really enjoyable. So I, I actually really liked that movie uh, with the exception that it had the wrong title. It should have been called Princess Peach. The movie. Anyway, guys, thank you for joining us um, today's show. I really enjoyed having you. Um, give us a call. Give us a text and email. Uh, send, uh, send messages into the Instagram. We are the void with D-Man on Instagram. Uh, follow us on Apple Podcasts. Follow us on the RSS feed. You can find all those links in at the Instagram. Still working some of that with Spotify. For some reason, Spotify doesn't recognize us as a podcast. I don't know why. Uh, it really angers me, but we'll figure that out. So we'll get back on there soon. So, But yeah, thanks again for uh, joining us this week. Can't wait to talk to you guys next week. Bye.